0: What? I got a fever. You're giving me fever. Fever? In the morning. A fever all through the night.
1: I think I think there's there's a window there to buy. So yeah, I'm 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 in on I'm in on Dobbins. Who's your next guy? Could be Target, could be Fade, whatever you want to do. Well,
0: yeah, I sort of have just a a pocket of guys. Um, and then I'll be done. Um just the, the the old vets that are hanging out there, right? So what What's it really take to get Kareem Hunt or Zeke? Mm. You know, so I think the thing is
1: probably more than we would want because the person in that situation is like, might as well hold and wait till he signs. Yeah, true. So you might not be able to get him at all. But I mean,
0: but there could be teams the-
1: in a situation that just want to get, especially Zeke, just you know, they just want to get get him off, get him off the roster. You
0: know, here, yeah. Here. If that hasn't happened already, but I mean, is is Cream Hunt ever going to be worth a second ever again? No, no matter where he goes. I don't think so. No,
1: no, especially with that with that whole you know, Cleveland said he lost a step out there, you know, in the in the atmosphere. Right. So you offer a third and a fourth, you could probably get him.
0: And I think it's worth a shot. I'd give him to you for a third and a fourth, probably. You know, I think it's worth a shot. You know. And similarly with with Zeke I mean yeah he might be worth a second best case scenario but maybe not I mean I would I would give a 25 second just to just to, to see if Zeke signs somewhere and like like just for that lottery ticket that I might get one year out of him um that's sort of like you know the last gasp of Ladanian if you remember that with the Jets Oh yeah, of course I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or uh, uh, Forte did the same thing with the Jets. I think they did that with a bunch of guys. There's another one uh, I can't remember right now, but yeah, they did that with a bunch of guys. So, what about Fournette? That's the one that I don't think I want to give up anything for. Um, I have him in Melvin Gordon territory. He just looked washed as hell. So. If he's out on, out there on waivers, sure, but I'm not giving anything for him.
1: I temporarily have them in this like mini tier of like sixty through sixty two. Those three guys, yeah, you know, and it's like I'm just waiting like to see what happens with them.
0: But I, I can teams,
1: I can right. see what you mean about about Fournette sort of being toward the bottom of that. So is there is there anything to the idea that where where these guys go, especially Zeke, um. That you have to worry about the running backs there.
0: No, no, I don't think so. I think that at this point they'd have been signed already if they weren't looked at more of a just a a compliment, maybe short yardage or you know just a a a role player. Zeke might at this point he might be sick of just being on shitty teams that can't win a Super Bowl and their fans suck and their owners crazy and shitty and he might want to just chase a ring you never know so he might not sign you know in June or even in camp he might skip camp he might wait till, till there's an injury um, on a team that he thinks has a shot to win a title you know he might he might see that Kareem Hunt I don't I don't really think has that kind of leverage and he might want to just sign with whoever offers him a, a minimum contract but Zeke, you might, I might see him. You might see him hold out and and pick his spot. Yeah, I think he
1: probably has a little bit more power in the market. A little little bit more power to, yeah, to choose, right? I wanna I wanna read you something. Like I just, it's just like, chef's kiss uh, as far as I'm concerned. So there was this. Uh, I don't know if it was specifically about like this video or some or a tweet that like. Basically, somebody said like, oh, you know, Zeke and Fournette are out there and they're going to nuke a backfield and, you know, whatever hurt like a a, whatever running back you have. Right. So we were talking about this in a sleeper chat and. um, Someone says, if you think Zeke or Fournette are going to nuke anything but pizza pops in the team lounge this season, (laughs) I beg you to draft them, roster them and play them. What's a pizza pop? I guess it was this like snack or something that like I didn't know too much about. Like oh, we're I'm gonna good. have to Google that. Like apparently they're like a thing and it exists and like it's like a like a it's it's, it's, like, a, it's like a jalapeno popper, but it's like pizza kind of. Yeah, I don't know.
0: You mean like a tortino's pizza roll?
1: Yeah, I guess pretty much like that. Yeah, or like a hot pockety kind of thing, but they're like mini hot pockets, but they're pizza. I don't know. Like well, oh, it's Canadian, first of all. Yeah.
0: No. Well, he this person is, is, is Canadian, but still, yeah. It's, all right. Pizza pops are a Canadian calzone type snack product by Pillsbury pizza pops are soft, both pre-cooked and frozen. Typically they can be reheated in a microwave oven. So it sounds like a hot pocket.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to do a, a target here that you disagree with me on. And I seem to be well above market on that. And that's David Montgomery. Um, I have him at RB21 in a tier of 16 to 21. Uh, KTC has him down at 32. And, uh, and as far as ADP off the board, he's going at RB32. I don't know what people are thinking. People are drunk on Jameer Gibbs. Um, as, Gibbs is another story. Like, I don't think he's a top five dynasty RB, but that's a whole other story, right? And maybe that's coloring what I'm thinking here, but like Gibbs is a better Swift. Okay, sure. Monty's a much better or a better Jamal Williams, right? Yeah. He he's more well-rounded than Jamal Williams. He's I think yeah. a, a year or two a year or two I younger. He's, a better player. he's he's got receive he's got okay receiving chops. He's not he's not a nothing there. Um, he didn't die. He didn't forget how to play football, right? Like the Lions have a good offense. and, and Ben Johnson's a good a good offensive mind. Likes to throw to running backs. It's not just gonna throw to Jameer Gibbs, right? Um. What do they have besides UDFA Muhammad Ibrahim? And I don't know, are Craig Reynolds and Justin Jackson knocking around the roster somewhere? Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State still there, right? Like still there, yeah. Like, why do why do we think all of a sudden that Jameer Gibbs is like not in a committee? And that committee has a pretty important member named David Montgomery. Like he's going in the in the 10th round, 1004. In, in startup adp and i just think if i can get david montgomery in the in the tenth round who could you know legitimately be a fine r b2 for my roster sure i'll take what, it what can i get him for
0: i mean he's more of an r b three for me sure yeah flex yeah but i mean second oh i'd
1: want more than that for montgomery second and third i'd want what can more I than get that him for
0: Montgomery. A, From someone else, not you. Uh, I don't know. I'm not them. (laughs) (laughs) Let's find out his DTC value, because I'm like intrigued now. Because I, you make you make a good case, and I can I can see him, you know, smashing through wearing this. What is it? What do they call it? What's the What's the blue they call it? Honolulu blue. Honolulu blue. You know, I can I can. I mean, sure. Listen, it's all about.
1: Do I like? Do I like the player's value and his AEP, right? Even, even if I don't love the, even if I love the player, right, do I like the value, right? Nine and a
0: half on DTC. Ugh. So then I'm keeping him. If that's all Wait, you're gonna give me, so I could get Chig and a third. I mean, I can get Mania and a third for Chig. Nope. I, Chig is like a is like
1: there's like a Chig cult now, and I'm not saying I'm not a member, but like. I'm saying people aren't going to give you Chig for
0: Monty in a third. No, I, I can get my If I'm giving up Chig, I can get Monty in, in a second. In a second?
1: Ooh. These days, mm, the, the way that people are low on Monty and the way that people are, you know, um, uh, let's say, tumescent uh, about, uh, about Chig. Yeah, sure. That, that, that could probably happen. Yeah, so, I'll do that. I'll I'm, do that all right day. I'm looking here. I'm seeing Monty for 24 seconds. Seeing Monty for Swift straight up. Seeing Monty for Pacheco. Ill. If I can give, I would drive Isaiah Pacheco to your house if you will give me David Montgomery for him.
0: Really?
1: Oh, absolutely. I have them yeah. about. It. Why? What don't you like about Pacheco? Well, let's like mo- let's let's move on to Pacheco then. He's one of my fades. I have them about the same. I I have I have uh, Montgomery like twenty spots ahead of ahead of Pacheco. I Whoa. have Pacheco as like, let's see here. Um, did I put him on my on my fades did list? This good offenses. RB forty four in a tier of thirty eight to forty six. I am twenty spots below KTC. Pacheco's a screaming sell, and he has been for a long time for me personally. And you remember, like I liked him because I'm like, hey, watch out for this Pacheco kid. And like, you know, he gets drafted seventh round, and it's like, yeah, he's going to be more than like a seventh round value. But and he flashed well. I'm saying, here's the thing. He's a he's a violent runner that's going to get beat up. He already had two surgeries, right? He's got certain skills, but didn't doesn't have other skills. They use a million running backs. They're going to rotate in Ceh. They're going to pass to McKinnon. They're they're a, a pass heavy team that that you know it, it, they're going to use Kelsey and five hundred wide receivers. He's just not somebody I want to. He's just not that good. It's not somebody I want to I want to invest in, at especially at his price especially at his price, like, like if he's going, let's see here uh, at the, he's going at the eight Oh seven as RB 24 off the board in, in ADP. I mean, so, so he's just going the- one pick after he's going one pick after, after cam Akers, right. He's going ahead of Derek Carr, Zach Char- Charbonnet, Deontay Johnson, um, uh, Devon, A chain, Dalvin cook, uh, Will Levis, Aaron Jones, Michael Mayer, James Cook, Jonathan Mingo, Keenan Allen, Kendra Miller, who you hate, Brock Purdy, Mike Williams, right? When two rounds <laughs> later,
0: some of those players, but not all.
1: Two rounds later, I can get I can get Monty. Two rounds later, I can get shit. Even Brian Robinson. Um, two so, rounds yeah. later, I can get Rasheed Rice. Two rounds it's later, I can get Desmond Ritter.
0: So. All the things you said until you got to the price part. All the things that you said about Pacheco, you can say about Monty.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Go. So, let's go back over them. He's in a. He's in. He's. He's in an offense that loves to run a million running backs. He's going to share share touches with Jameer Gibbs, uh, McKinnon. They don't love he, to don't run, ask, run a million running backs. Detroit, yes, they do. they, they when they, they
1: have to, now that they have Monty they and were running Gibbs, out Craig, they don't have to they were running out Craig. Because Kendall. they could because they couldn't trust DeAndre Swift to hit the right hole and they needed to give Jamal Williams a breather. This okay. is now it's gonna be consolidated into into Monty and Gibbs. It's not gonna be a five-headed monster.
0: Okay, but I, I I just don't I think I think Pacheco's role and Monty's role. Are pretty much the same. Pass happy yeah. offenses they have a million targets they're going to throw to another a, 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 a really good pass catching option that he's got to share a backfield with, right? And and in the fact that he's now coming to a new offense and has to learn that offense where Pacheco's already been there for a year. I just they, he's he's a limited back doesn't have a lot of receiving skills really is a is just a banger with elite violence he runs into people and is going to get hurt he's already been hurt in his NFL career he's hurt last year right all of the things that you said about Pacheco I can say about Monty I don't
1: know but my, no I, first of, no, of all and, I don't agree with that and second of all, I and, think and even if that look- was true even if that was true I'll take the better player in the in the in the less pass heavy offense slightly but less.
0: Man, Pacheco's got an element to his game that Monty doesn't. He's much faster. I just just see them – I see them much more equal than you do. I'm not saying Pacheco's better. I see them neck and neck. Pacheco's just – Well, yeah. A, A, I don't, and B, I think people
1: are, are, are in this whole, like I want a piece of the KC offense. Not that I'm saying you're saying that. But I'm saying when I look at his valuation in the market, And that's just not true. You don't want a piece of the KC offense. You want two pieces of the KC offense. Their names are Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. You want to take a gamble on Tony? You know, fine. Because those are the slices of the pie. The rest of the slices are tiny, no matter how big the pie is. And they're very unpredictable. Pacheco is a screaming sell. There's no way he's going to match or exceed what he did last year. Uh,
0: I don't agree with that. I think that he could easily exceed what he did last year, but I also think he's exceedingly replaceable. Like he's the type of back that I could definitely in two years, you could, you could say, Hey, you remember Isaiah P- Pacheco? And I'd be like, Oh yeah. Wonder who he's with now. Right. Because Casey drafted a guy or brought in a, finally brought in a, a and paid a running back that we wanted him to, you know, that could definitely happen next offseason.
1: What I'm saying, but also like the market is valuing Montgomery like he's somehow like a change of pace for Jameer Gibbs. Mm. And they're and they're valuing Pacheco as if he's like like a like a like a real 1A. And like well, a I think both of
0: those things are wrong. I think they're both more like 40 to 50 percent of the backfield that they're in. So, like the market has
1: Pacheco at 24 and Monty at 32. They're both wrong.
0: I think they're both probably around 28
1: to 30. Okay. And the way I shift them is like completely just, yeah, they go from there and then go one way up and one way down. I just, you I just, and I differ on the talent on Pacheco, I think. Which is odd, right? Because I'm like linked to like being a Pacheco lover somehow. Right. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, you want to, you want to talk about a fade? You want to talk about Jerome Ford? What do you want to talk about?
0: Um, yeah, Ford real quick, um, easily acquirable. Love it. And, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I went through a whole thing in my solo podcast that I, um, all these backs that are around the same size as Jerome Ford. So I don't think he's like some little guy, um, Dobbins, Akers, Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, Pollard, um, Etienne, all around the same size as Jerome Ford. Really liked him in college. I think the tape was really good. Really liked the when they, you know, draft capital was a great way that they take him fifth round. Think so, yeah, yeah. I just I thought that if he could hang on and carve out a role in that offense, that he could be pretty good. And he seems to be the last man standing. Like Cleveland's going around telling people he's their RB two. And if that's the case, I want him. you know, right. I, I didn't think he was great. He didn't, he didn't show anything in the NFL and I didn't think he was great in college, but the tape was pretty good. It was intriguing to the point where <clears throat> if an NFL team likes him, I like him. Yeah. I remember
1: you saying that Jerome Ford was more of like an athlete playing running back than, a, than, yeah. than you know, and, right. and in fairness to him, um, he was hurt for a good chunk of 2022. He was on the IR for a little bit. Um, you know and i you know was i think relegated to special teams and you know learning the league and that sort of thing but now hunt gone you're only looking at what and is johnson gone you're only looking at demetric felton at the at the moment and udfa hassan hall who yeah I, time. so like i mean and the thing is like i have him ranked rb 48 right and like I love, I love him. I think he's a huge buy, even though I think they're gonna pass more. He's got a little bit more of the hunt role, like or the hunt mold than he does, I think the the chubb mold as far as like what he like the role he'll play, not necessarily the size, right? Right. Um, but he's going RB sixty-nine yeah. in in ADP, right? He's just forgotten about. People are drafting like the seventh wide receiver on their team before they're drafting Jerome Ford, who has at least Good upside as like an injury away guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I think they're out of their minds. One pick ahead of us of Isaiah Spiller. And I like I kind of still have some hope for Isaiah Spiller, but I got more hope for Jerome Ford. Right. He's going after Tucker Craft and Xavier Hutchinson.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I think for and Tyquan Thornton. And you know I like Thornton, right? Like Daniel Bellinger, Tyler Scott. Oof. Khalil Shakir. I mean, people are making bets on Jeff Wilson at 1901 versus Jerome Ford at 1910
0: in ADP. Yeah, I'd rather Ford. Again, people, I think it's people don't understand. Like they forgot about him and they don't understand what happened in that Cleveland backfield. Like everybody, everybody left. Right.
1: So let's then, I guess, hop over to one of my other fate besides Pacheco, kind of a fate, and that's Nick Chubb. Right. Now, in the, in the good column for Chubb is he had essentially his best season, especially as far as yards go. Um, really good market share of of the running back touches. Probably is going to have a similar one, even though we like Ford, right? Like Hunt's gone, right? My concern with him is what you were talking about with Mixon is like the window for what you're going to be able to get. He's probably only got the two years left. The age, you know, pushing pushing 28. And I think he's a sell for me because A, you can probably get more for Mixon. So there's more than more than Mixon for him. So there's a motivation, I think, to sell. And B, I, I believe the talk that they're gonna they want Watson to cook more. And I yeah. think what they've done with their personnel, I think says that. And so I think you're not gonna see the Kevin Stefansky like, you know, ground and pound. Um, and, you know, and already even, even as poorly as Watson played, even the weeks with Watson as the starter, Chubb's volume did dip a little bit. Now that might be because this, the overall offense was shitty or whatever, but like, you know, there was a difference with, with Watson on the field. And so I, you know, I have him at RB 17 and a tier from 16 to 21. The market is slightly higher, ADP of 14, KTC of 14 right in 2024 chubb has a cap number of 16.2 million dollars right the team could save 12.2 by cutting him and only take the four million dollar dead cap pit and he's going to be 28 years old in august right so there's also sort of an uncertain future where like he could have a good 2023 and find himself where ezekiel elliott is
0: now looking for a job right yeah, agreed, and I, I, I really do believe that he's going to take. This is going to be the year like he takes a step back, right. and he's just not that elite Nick Chubb anymore. He's going to give you numbers, probably, probably be similar to what Zeke was last year, right? And there isn't there isn't the narrative that he's lost a step like there was with Zeke, you know, going into last year. But Here if you go if you if you look back to last this time last year people were fading Chubb because he doesn't have receiving skills. Kareem Hunt takes so much of that offense. He'll be back, blah, blah, blah. None of that really happened. A lot of people had an egg on their face when Chubb came out and was, you know, a top five running back in the first half. I think that faded towards the second half. And I think you'll see that fade the more um, they get into their offense and start using the weapons, that kind of thing. Um, And like I said, he'll take a step back. Like you said, he'll be 28, uh, if you're looking to trade Nick Chubb next off season, it's going to be too late, right? And I think that point season might not be awesome for him. The the narrative could start that oh he's not an old Nick Chubb anymore, blah blah blah, and that could go too far, and you might not get what you can get from him right now. So yeah, I think Nick Chubb's a probably pretty good sell, depending on what you can get. You know, I. I don't think you're getting the full two, two firsts and two seconds for him, but if I get a first and a second for him or, you know, a, a first and a player with upside that I like, like one, one of this year's seconds. Yeah.
1: 504 in ADP, right? Okay. Uh, Pollard's going uh,
0: before him,
1: right? Which I, I understand that. I, I, have, I, have, I have Pollard ahead of him, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but still, there's there's huge problems with Pollard too.
1: But like when I think about a round and a half later, I can get Dobbins, right? Like, um, two right. picks later, I can get Jordan Addison, right? Uh, Judy's getting some steam again. He's five oh nine. A few picks later, is he really? Dude. Is Judy up that high now? Yeah, hmm. people are are you know he got the he got the the fifth year picked up. We're fading Sutton two and two plus
0: two equals, you know, it's Judy now five at this point. Right. It feels like double counting almost now. Yeah. I offered Dulcich and a tight end premium for Judy to a team that wanted a tight end and got turned out flat. I was surprised like no counter.
1: Chubb's going ahead of Debo DJ Moore, who people love. I don't George Kittle. Damien Pierce, Swift, Trey Lance. Yes.
0: Lance Burks. What J-Mo. Burks. I want all those guys over him. Well, round, not Burks.
1: But yeah, round a, round and a half
0: above uh J Mo. I would take J Mo straight up for him. You also right, take JMO for him. Right. I mean sold. Would you?
1: Okay. In my head, what I think of J Mo. Yes what I know the streets think of JMO, I I know that I could
0: probably get more. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you don't want to leave value on the table, but you're, you're remembering that he was the best wide receiver in that in <laughs> college football that year. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do tend to like him more than a lot of other people do, but you do too. So awesome, right? His tape was so good. People, uh, I mean, I understand why they forget. It's been a year yeah. and a half. So um
1: do you want to talk about uh Henry Eckler, Saquon, your your fades?
0: Um Henry and Eckler, it's it's age. I mean that's yeah. that's obvious. We don't have to go too far into that. Um Saquon, I do wanna I, I wanna go into um, you know, and we can we can sort of start winding the show down like you know, as if we were attending bar in the nineties and they started playing last dance, right?
1: Oh, well no. And, because i got i got two
0: more buys i want to talk about okay no problem but when do we start one? <laughs> I the- oh, it's a
1: theme here because it's saquon's last dance yeah.
0: last dance last dance for love for saquon you know if you well now we know what the ending music is going to be yeah <laughs> there's a there's a really good chance that this is it for peak value right at this point you can get the full boat two first two seconds for saquon i would say You know, if you wait until you're in season, you're taking the risk of injury, right? And then if you wait until next season is over, you're taking the risk that he goes to a suboptimal situation. Um, Injury and then free agent, and then it's disaster, man. You're not getting shit for him. You got to hold him into, you know, the 24 season and hope he regains value. Do you really want to do all that or you just want to trade him now? Right. So on any team that I don't believe that I'm a, I'm I'm a top four contender, I I have to, I have to make the hard decision and um, bite the bullet and trade him. Um, I, 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 what I'm going to do is I think the two teams that I have him on where I'm a heavy contender don't have trade deadlines. So if I get knocked out in the playoffs, I'm going to trade him to whoever's left. Right, so that that's pretty easy. But if you have a trade deadline in your league, you're really going to have to make that decision. Like if you're going into the playoffs, you're a playoff team, can't really trade one of your best players away at that point, right? Mm-hmm. You'd look like a chump in front of the rest of your league. What what are you really in this? <laughs> you know, so you kind of have to ride it out. Um, if if you feel like you're going to be somewhere in the middle, you know. Maybe somewhere around six weeks, six or seven. I don't know. I just you really got to take a hard look at your team. If, if you if like I said, if you don't think you're a top four contender, trade him now. So trade him for Ken Walker plus is oh, oh better give me a good plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's the type of trade that you would do. You you Ken, tear down and you get a plus. Yeah, Ken
0: Walker in two seconds. What about Javante in two seconds?
1: I mean, I have them right – I mean, I have Ken Walker 14, Javante 15, so it's like – Yeah, yeah. I have them next to each other, too. So, leaving out – But I have Javante higher. Leaving out 2020, the year he tore in ACL, right? Saquon caught 91 passes his rookie season, right? What is the most he's caught since then? Uh, 40, 50, 40. I don't think he's had a 50 catch year. 57. He's on. It's the 52, six. One of you toward the 41, but he also was injured a little bit that year, and then yeah. 57 this last
0: year, right? That so, 91 was an anomaly. That that if you if you remember, those were all those were all dump offs. Those were all every single play he would just swing out into the flat, and if nothing open was open, they'd just dump him, dump it off right. to him as as a three four yard gain. Now I'm not like- saying
1: Saquon doesn't have pass catching chops. I'm saying when you look at the other receipt, uh, the other running backs in his in his in his price range, they're offering you something whether it's age, whether it's more receiving, right? Like right. they're they're offering you something that maybe he isn't, right? And and I, I like Saquon, but yeah, I think he's there's an opportunity to 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 sell him uh, uh, for sure. Um, so uh, I'm gonna just hit real quick, Khalil Herbert. And Samaj P Ryan. Um, Herbert, it's pretty simple for me. I think I think people are drunk on Roshan Johnson and they think like this guy's walking in and just like, you know, he's taking the backfield and Khalil Herbert is some schlub. Um, Khalil Herbert does have a lack of skills that Roshan has pass pro receiving chops, right? That are, you know, uh, Roshan does better, and I think he's gonna be the third down back but let's not forget that Khalil Herbert is explosive and efficient with his, with his runs. And, you know, um, we've seen him perform well. Right. Yeah. The teams, the team's pass volume may go up a little bit, you know, but, uh, and he is sharing, you know, Foreman will give him a breather and you know, Roshan will be in the mix. But the point, the point for me is like, what's the price and where has he fallen? Right. And I have Khalil Herbert as a uh, running back 29, I believe he's going to be a free agent after 2024, but he can be cut for savings after this year. I'm at the top of a tier of 29 to 37 KTC has him at 38 and he's going off the board as RB 39 in ADP. And so like when I see the market below me on a player, I think there's, there's a buy opportunity there. I mean, again, not to the moon, not like, you know, whatever, but I just think people are like a little drunk on Roshan and fading him a little bit. Any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love I I thought he was better than Monty last year believe it or not like I just he looked more explosive Um, he's not a great pass catcher but I thought he did a better job than Monty Um, I really like him and I think Roshan will take time to work into the offense and it just seems like it's going to be a split to me and then Deontay Foreman might get some enough run to Sort of yeah. snappy one of of mm-hmm. having any good value. Yeah, I don't mean to downplay Foreman as like he's just he's just
1: going to give him a breather. They bring different types of running to the table, and they'll they'll run different types of plays, zone gap, all that sort of thing. But I do, but I do think that like if I want one
0: of Herbert or Foreman, even just for twenty twenty three, I want Herbert. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I'd rather have Herbert than Roshan, but I'd like to have both. To be honest, mm-hmm. I've got that on a few teams and mm-hmm. feel good about that. Like I feel good about. If you have Herbert and Roshan, you sort of have one of your running back spots locked down. Like mm-hmm. that, that seems pretty solid to me, at least as an RB3. So uh, Khalil Herbert or Rashad White? Herbert.
1: You know I'm low on White. Yeah, me too. Um, well, I know you're low on Miller, so we'll skip that one. Khalil Herbert or B Rob? Herbert. Okay, you don't think Gibson belongs in the NFL, so Khalil Herbert or A-Chain?
0: I think A-Chain just because his value is really high right now and it, it could go up. Yeah, he'll have a spike. I mean, I have Herbert ahead
1: of him, but I get that the market probably says otherwise. Yeah. So in that next tier down, the tier of 38 to 46, one of the guys I like toward the top of that tier is Samaje Pirine um he said that one of the reasons he signed with Denver is regardless of the Javante injury coach Payton told him we like to use two running backs. We've seen Payton use two running backs. Samaje so Perine when he's gotten more than 10 touches has like always been like an RB1 finish for the week for the most part. It's like his fantasy points per game when he gets 10 or more touches is really good. He's a good receiver. Uh he's a pretty good runner. Like yeah, he's 27 28, but like for the price you're getting him what you're going to get, especially if like Javante either doesn't start the season right away or starts the season slow, um, you know, and sort of the, the I think, um, you know, uh, buzz and optimism around the offense there in Denver, um, you know, you're looking at a guy who I have at RB 39, KTC at RB 49, he's going RB 51 off the board in ADP. At round 15, i uh, at pick 1507. I can get some Ajay P Ryan at 1507, one pick after Devin Singletary, one pick before Ezekiel Elliott and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I like that. I like a, f- that. a few picks before Foreman and Schunmacher, a couple picks after Knox and Isaiah Likely. Like, you know, e- well, I mean,
0: I'd give you a third for him.
1: You can you tell your story walking. You're going to be pounding sand on that Rio Grande, buddy. If you're really? You're a third for Aj Piran. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't give you any
1: more. I mean, like, I, I don't know that I would demand a second, but I'd certainly want, like, two-thirds and
0: Jake Ferguson. <sighs> Wait, I have to give you that? Yeah. No. Have fun with your LaMichael Piran. Samaj, Samaj. his what do you think his brother's doing
1: right you know now? i the last team he was on was the chiefs i think i think he landed on the mm-hmm. chiefs practice squad mm-hmm. yeah he's probably he's probably coaching
0: volleyball we'll see. That's my guess. all
1: right well that just about does it for the guys we wanted to talk about um when it comes to veteran running back sort of post nfl draft the you know landscape is shifting where are some values? Where are some fades? Some we agree on, some we don't. I'll be chopping up the episode into a couple parts as per use. Uh, and also then putting some of the smaller clips on, on, on YouTube for, for audio only anything else you want to talk about, Jesse, before we land the plane on this one, you just yawned. So I'm doubting the answer <laughs> is
0: yes. Yeah, no, I I think I'm good. Um, uh, I'm hitting my, um, uh... Sleepy, I'm. 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 It's sleeping time. I'm going to go make some chamomile tea
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, snuggle up with not a good book, as we discussed before right. we started. Are you going? Are you going to hold the cup with two hands? I am. I'm going to breathe into it so that the steam comes up while I'm wearing my cardigan, even though it's 75 degrees outside, because I do get cold
1: easily. Me too. Me too. And I love cardigans. So you know, you're you're speaking my language here. You know. <laughs> okay. Cool. Get some warm warm fuzzy slippers. Speaking of cardigans, Mr. Rogers had it down cold. After you get home, first order of business is to change into something comfy. Then it's right into the neighborhood of make-believe for some old-fashioned dissociation from the terrors (laughs) of reality. (laughs) Nice. That's a a tweet uh, from uh, at uh, this one over here, but the O and over is spelled with a zero. So...
0: My my favorite one now is I I mean this one's kind of old, but Super Mario is a serial killer. No, I don't I don't know this one. Yeah, this it's just the narrative that's out there. Like, you know, he runs around murdering all these turtles and mushrooms just to save some woman he never really met.
1: Oh, right. Okay.
0: He's a, he's a psychopath.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna impress Jodie Foster by shooting Donkey Kong. Is that yeah, <laughs> something like that. That's that's a that's a joke that the that the Gen Zers, the Zoomers aren't
0: going to get. That's for sure. Oh wow. You guys go out and watch Taxi Driver, man. What a good movie that was. But uh wait, what, who was uh is that was that Sirhan Sirhan? No, it was a
1: um John um not the clown guy, John Wayne Gacy. It was John oh, Hickley? Y- Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The guy that shot shot Jim Reagan Reed. to impress Jody Foster and I think he like got turned on by Jody Foster in taxi driver and that's how it started or something right and, and right and
0: paralyzed Jim Brady the senator from Pennsylvania and as a, the one positive as a result I don't want to get too political but um, you know the Brady bill was passed and at least there was a waiting time on handguns uh, we
1: we just lost oh. all the all the second amendment zealots <laughs> out there <Uh-oh>. zealots. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> all right. Well, um, all right. So, time to land the plane. Um, please subscribe, rate, and review. Please show some love to the YouTube channel. That's what we do. We love you. You love us back. Plugs. Jesse, tell us about um, War Games, et cetera.
0: Okay. So, Di- yeah, Dynasty War Games is back um, on Sunday nights, Sunday afternoons, Sunday nights on YouTube, and then Wednesdays on Dynasty Warzone, now part of the Player Profile Network. So I actually had a co-host this week. Um, Chad was back. And then we had a host, Neil Gray, who's um, associated with Dynasty Warzone and the Aussie guys, but lives in Australia. Sounds Scottish. It was a fun episode, though. Um, We played a a game. It was on a holiday, so I had a few pops going. Mm. Truly, it was a good time. Yeah, Um, yeah i liked it
1: yeah it was it was it was cool to hear neil, neil's i've never heard neil speak so yeah it was cool um and you know and some takes i loved, some takes i didn't like you know um i was in the chat you didn't say anything to me but that's okay
0: oh yeah i you know what i was full screen the whole time so i didn't see the chat and i went uh i got off the chat and i was like well at least they entertained each other Because <laughs> i saw you were talking with somebody else um,
1: all right. Well, you can find me at FFJunkie underscore on on Twitter. Um, let's see. Uh, obviously, this podcast. Uh, going for com rankings and articles. I'm mean, actually, funny enough, going to be doing a four part series on the dynasty running back landscape sometime this summer. Should be fun. Um, which is kind of one of the reasons. That, well, one of the many reasons I wanted to do this episode um, was you know kind of see where where things are. Um, I'm also um, RPOFootball.com I haven't done anything on the site yet But I've done a couple of videos on their YouTube channel um, Including the uh, now famous um, Sell Etienne and Walker video Uh, And with Going for Two I also do a Saturday night podcast um, Dynasty Saturday Night 5 It's live on the Going for Two YouTube channel at 7.30pm Eastern every Saturday You can catch me there with Josh Walker You can follow this show on Twitter at Dynasty Fever Pod. That's a wrap. Thanks for
0: listening.